Hollywood, baby. offers the departed a second career from beyond the grave. Is it true that you uh, committed a list of directors <clears throat> that you would work with? Um, we only know the rumors we hear, you know. I would rather say uh, that I have director approval, and that is true. This you think is important? Yes, it is. Very important to me. Imagine becoming the biggest movie star in the world. 
Dreaming big is about taking the simplest thing in life and enjoying it and seeing it as the biggest thing that can possibly exist. I work in an industry that is the first to kill this ability because everything is so celebrity oriented. I am part of a cancer. In my world, you have to be so beautiful, so skinny, so rich, so famous, and I don't believe you really have to be any of those things. You simply have to be who you are. Because up to now, it seems to me you've been saying that you're actually drawing kids as kids, but you're doing more than this. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Mainly, the thing is to try to be funny every morning or every evening, according to whichever paper runs the strip. But there has to be some sort of a message. Anybody that says they can do humor without a message is doing awfully weak humor. This is a sore point with a lot of cartoonists and a lot of editors. Some people would like to have you do humor that does not carry too much of a message for fear of offending somebody. But humor without a message, as I say, is very weak humor. So the message here is the message of the insecurity of all of us, you know, the trials that we all have, and this sort of thing. Let me ask you a question. Did you guys always write your own stuff, I mean, from the beginning? Yeah, well, John and Paul wrote right from before we um, ever made How did you ever records. manage that? I don't know. They were clever little fellas. <laughs> but I mean, we did record, um, you know, the first two albums we recorded, about half of uh, the albums were other people's songs. Like, we, we did a lot of cover versions of, like, we did Twist and Shout, the, oh, yeah. the Isley Brothers. Matchbox. Yeah. Matchbox. We did all kinds of, you know, and, uh, and some more obscure tunes. Well, we did Money, too, like the... Dizzy Miss Lizzie? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We did a lot of uh, other people's songs in the early mm. days. A lot of pop people go through a hell of a lot, you know. Just say in one year they go, they see so much, and they get, they go through yeah. so, so many different things that uh, they either just want to get high. I mean, basically, it starts <clears throat> with people who just want to get high, you know, like people drink. I mean, that's a big problem. People get have a drink, like I suppose after the show, maybe you have a drink, just to get a little high. So musicians, you know, either drink a little bit or maybe they smoke a bit, and then they want to get a bit high, you know, and, they, and they're sort of really looking for something. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with all those Bessie Smiths and all those people, because the world is such a, a hard place to try and make it in. There are some people who believe that having always been on stage you've never had to deal with the real world yeah that's true in one way that's true in one way but it's hard to in my position um i try to sometime in uh but people won't deal with me in that way because they see me differently they won't talk to me like they will the next door neighbor always been Michael Jackson on stage. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard situation. It is. And it's something I have to put up with. 
It must be hard to have real friends. Yes. I knew he was on painkillers at one time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how far and how deep it was. Mm -hmm. I just remember doing the um, anniversary special, 30th anniversary. And I remember looking at Michael. I remember looking at myself. That's when you were so bone thin, you were frail. I was, I was, yeah. I was getting scared. Looking at him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I could see myself, I was looking at myself going, no, I don't want this to be like this. This can't happen, not both of us at Mike. Mm -hmm. What I have observed, not only from my own family, but from all of the people we know, and especially from people that have written to us, there's hardly a family alive that does not have some child in it who has a blanket. And Minus, of course, represents this. He also represents more than this because he represents the adults trying to get rid of certain bad habits and the tremendous troubles that they have trying to get rid of some of the things that they don't want to do. Rastafarianism is very popular in Jamaica, yet in Canada and the United States it has a bad reputation. People are associated with drugs and the trafficking of marijuana and violence, police yeah, arrests. And them crucified Christ, remember? Christ was a Christian and them crucified Christ, same is not that what no, it is. No, but let's go back to the facts. People have been arrested and the Rastafarians in Toronto, for example, have but a I mean, very bad reputation. I, I mean, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say that the Rastafarians have a bad reputation. I would say people give the Rastafarians bad reputation because the Rastafarians, I mean, you know, I mean, all of these things happening before the Rastafarians even start coming to Canada anyway around here. <laughs> but, but the things that are very obvious are things like the way you look. Right? To most people who are very conservative in dress, you look quite strange. Plus the fact that you advocate smoking yeah, marijuana. Yeah, I think this. I'll show you this now. Could they tell God that it's not legal? No, but you're... They couldn't tell God that it's not legal. You have a very strong religious belief, but other people don't necessarily share that. And what they see are the obvious things. And isn't it, in fact, true that many Jamaican people get involved in the trafficking of marijuana and therefore get the bad reputation associated with Rastafarians? People get trafficking. You see, we're really, I don't really know anything about those parts of life. You know, All I know about is Rastafari, you know, and try bringing this truth to the people. What do people do with them life? I don't really know about that. I know about my own. Okay, what is your own? What's your music my own to you? Is my own, my, the music to me, the music is more than music to me. It go further than music, you know. It go with, with I don't know, it further than music. But you used it as a, a strong message. I mean, words like a hungry man is an angry me. man. The music used me. It's obvious that there's an agenda uh -huh. against the disenfranchised. Uh -huh and the uneducated. Mm -hmm. So, ultimately, I think yeah. to counter that, we're gonna have to talk to one another. Mm -hmm. One of the ways we used to do that was through our music. Uh, I grew up with the Staple Singers and Curtis Mayfield, mm -hmm. and Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, stuff like that, and that particular sound, you know, the sound of the people mm -hmm. uh, to voice our concerns in those areas is gone now. I think that we, we should address this as a community as to what it's doing to the culture. Uh, people can say all they want to, that there, there's no reason for these kids to listen to music and then go shoot somebody. But, you know, there's something that's triggering these buttons. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking about
just plain disintegration where you're not even speaking the truth anymore. You know? And the violent imagery that's permeated the society and our music now. Let's make it not cool to be stupid. Let's make it cool to be a good person. I'm tired of it being cool to be a fucking murderer or a shooter or just this, this irrelevant being. Like, that shit is stupid. Like, the quicker, the sooner we, we understand that we need each other, which is the truth, bro, because I wouldn't be who the fuck I was now if I didn't have anyone, truly. If I didn't have the support from you guys and I didn't have the people that truly believed in me, I would be nothing, and I, I'm aware of that. And I've gone through my fair share of destruction and, and pain in the process to get where I've gotten, and I, and I know that anything is possible. And I really just want at least if I if all right let's say worst thing comes to worst I fucking die a tragic death or some shit and I'm not able to see out my dreams I at least want to know that the kids perceived my message and were able to make something of themselves and able to take my message and use it and turn it into something positive and to to at least have a good life I at least if I'm gonna if I'm gonna die or ever be a sacrifice, I want to make sure that my life made at least five million kids happy. So look, whatever the case is, homie, it's a right way to do shit. It's a wrong way to do it. You don't okay. jump out on me. I'm this niggas getting killed out here. Don't jump out on me, homie. Okay. You understand that? Okay. All right. So next right. time you do that, make sure your doors ain't unlocked. Make sure your phone ain't slipping. And you lucky I wasn't on no bullshit today because I would have tested your jaw. Trust okay. me. All right. You feel me? Quote me on that. Neighborhood, victory lap on the way. Okay. 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 <laughs> you see, having gone through the Beatlemania thing, nowadays it's nothing like that. I mean, I can walk down the street and somebody will say, oh, hi, John, and they usually say, how's yeah. your immigration? You know, if it's in New York, right? And they don't hassle me. I might sign one autograph, two autographs, you know? and I don't get hassled. And I went through that period where I actually couldn't go anywhere. And so now it's like, heaven, I can go and eat. We go and eat. We go to the movies. We go wherever Maybe we want. parents, and they were against rock and roll, you know? Anyway, before the Beatles came along. I mean, people have been trying to stamp out rock and roll since it started. Why do you think that is? What, is the, what are they afraid now, of? I always thought it was because it came from black music. And the words had a lot of double entendre in the early days. And it was sort of, you know, the white kids, our white nice wasps are gonna go crazy with all this moving their bodies. You know, and the music got to your body and the Beatles just carried it a bit further, made it a little more white even than Elvis did. Man, I was tame compared to what they do now. Are you kidding? I, <laughs> I didn't do anything, we just jiggle, you know. Oh, I, I don't know, I, I, I really can't criticize anybody, I, you know, in the entertainment field. I, I think there's room for everybody, and I, I hate to criticize another performer. Well, the image is one thing, and a human being is another, you know, so. How close does oh. it come? How close does the image come to the man? It's, 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 it's very hard to live up to an image, I'll put it that way. It, it says that your, your um, what you call that, your writing name is Dr. Seuss. What, why did you pick that particular name? Any particular it's reason? It's a complete phony. That's my middle name and I put the doctor in front of it. Oh, Seuss is your middle name. I do want to grow. You feel you have grown? 
Well, how do you know how to answer that since they misinterpret that? Meaning, I'm not in inches or something. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> well, Marilyn, speaking of measurements, are they still the same as when you left? Have you gained weight? Have you lost weight? You... I think I'm about the same. About the same. Yes. Nobody has any complaints. <laughs> I don't know. Speak up, boys. <laughs> You're wearing a high-neck dress now. The last time I saw you were, is this a new Marilyn, a new style? No, I'm the same person, but it's a different suit. <laughs> it's, it's not that I object to doing musicals or comedies. In fact, I rather enjoy it, but I would like to do also dramatic parts, too. Uh, I think Charlie Brown is just a little bit of what uh, all of us have inside of us, mainly me. Uh, mainly I'm Charlie Brown. You, you really think that? Oh, undoubtedly. Uh, if you draw about people that win all of the time, you are drawing only about the minority. Uh, most of us lose, you know. Most of us have ambitions. We like to win golf trophies or tennis trophies or things like this, but most of us never win them. I'm going to play some, and uh, and the major reason that I'm doing that is for two. One, I enjoy it, and two, the fans seem to still enjoy seeing me play. And uh, as long as that. And as long as that's the case, uh, I guess they're going to have to put up with me for a little <laughs> while, and uh, then one day I'll just fade into the sunset like everything else.
the most likely reason of all, they admit that his heart was two sizes too small. I often have that dumb expression on it. I chuckle, 
Okay. See, I was front they house with rocks inside of my mouth When jealous niggas that hate me had they feet up on the couch And then we made it out And now we standing here Hope niggas don't think this type of shit gon' magically appear If so, I got some news for you They say like some bitches to sing the blues to you Pay attention to hustle, I got the rules for you Made my way through the maze and I left some clues for you Now what's up to you, are you gone? Take heat and get paid Scream all money in until your dying day Say fuck the middle man, get on your grind to say Or are you more the type to have your mind enslaved? They telling me they believe and I got style for days And when I do drop an album, they'll be proud to pay Still out here on this mission and I'm miles away Somehow I feel like recently I found my way Yeah, it ain't no feeling I can rival those And you can pop a molly, you can sniff a powder coke could make a hundred million, fuck a thousand hoes But when it's all over, all that count is how the story's told Traditions 
Charles? To I'm <laughs> 